0: So, I know this has never happened to any of you. Um, When you were a teenager, you had a curfew, and you didn't make it home in time for the curfew. never happened to you? So, if it were to happen, just in theory, what would happen to you then? (laughs) Grounded, yes, grounded. And I know this has never happened to you. You've been on an American Airlines flight out of DFW, trying to get home to Austin and a squall line like we've had this morning will pass through Austin and captain will come on the intercom and go, (coughs) Uh, we've had a weather delay and uh, we'll be here for a little while longer and we are Grounded. grounded, yes, never happened to you, right? And this may never have happened to you, that you have been limited by your age or your gender or your educational ability or some other limit has been placed upon you. Someone put a barrier before you and you were grounded, stuck in place. Somebody identify with this? Yeah. Yeah. So what if God holds something more for us than being grounded what if there's something more for you can we see the movie clip here all his life carl frederickson dreamed of adventure today his adventure is finally taking off No. Oh, Alright. Where, Where are we? Hey look, a dog. Hi there. Ooh. My name is Doug. My master made me this collar so that I may talk. Squirrel. Let's <laughs> <laughs> <just> love that. <laughs> What if God holds something more than being grounded? What if God has up for you? I love how Luke ends his gospel, and we only find it here in Luke. None of other places in the New Testament. But Luke has Jesus ascending into heaven. And as Hillary was saying with the children, it is a special feast day in the church called Ascension. And some of you are going, uh, we, ne- we didn't know about this day. <laughs> uh, we grew up in the United Methodist Church. or you know, We, we kind of missed that one, right? Is, am I right? Is, uh, that just passed us right on by. Uh, however, uh, if you read the Old Testament, there are several people that ascended into heaven. There's, uh, uh, let's see, there was Elijah. Some people say Melchizedek. I just love saying that name, so I had to throw that in there. Melchizedek, uh, there was uh, Enoch and perhaps Moses, are kind of the four big candidates that uh, ascended directly into heaven along with Jesus. So he, he wasn't the first one, but uh, you're going, uh, what is this Ascension Day? So um, I looked it up, and it has been a feast since the very earliest times in the church. Uh, as early as the fifth century, it was already being referred to as a, being a common practice in the church. And in some traditions, let's see that slide, there's an all-night church, all church vigil before Ascension Day. Uh, there's a blessing of grapes and a blessing of beans. I didn't understand that, but there's, there it was. So I think it was about a blessing of the first fruits of, of the crop is uh, what I got from that. So today uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about Ascension and trying to grab some meaning for us Today, and so I'm focusing on this word up. To bring it home for me, um, when I was serving in San Saba, I was assigned there, and I, in the four years prior to my going to San Saba, there had been four pastors. <laughs> I love the book. Oh, yeah, that's exactly right. Tough, tough. Assignment. You know how hard it is to earn back trust once it's been broken with the congregation? Man. Uh, and it was, it was getting to me. It was eating my lunch. I remember sitting in my office one day trying to work on the message. I, I called them sermons at that time. I don't know when message came along. But anyhow, working on my sermon, and it wasn't happening, all right? It was flat. I was grounded, and I leaned back in my chair and I looked up. And you, you know those fluorescent light fixtures? You know what I'm talking about? The rectangles with the, there's the bulbs up there, but then there's this plexiglass looking stuff that you look through. I looked up and inside that plexiglass, there was this cockroach walking around. <laughs> He's just going, wandering around inside there. And I, I laughed like you laugh. And I said, okay, God, I got it. When we're just in this dimension, just, huh, in this plane, and we miss up, we don't have a lot of hope, but when we look up, when we look beyond just this plane, God does wonderful things, right? I mean, this, if you take nothing else, boy, Lynn was talking about a cockroach and a fluorescent <laughs> fixture. This is, this is the message of Ascension Sunday, is that we don't exist just in this plane, that there's this dimension as well. And because of that, because Jesus has been raised, we are raised too, raised up. There you go. So, Hillary, I love what you did with the children here too. This is the first thing about up. So many times, um, we try to read the scriptures and, and we get stymied, we get stuck, we get grounded because you'll start from Genesis and after... A few chapters, you go, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> it's, just, it's just too overwhelming. It's too boring. I don't get the arc of the story very fast. So if you haven't read the Bible, please know that the Lord Jesus wants to open your mind and will help you. And here are some hints. <laughs> you don't have to start with Genesis. You can start in the New Testament with Matthew's gospel. You get to the goody a lot faster, okay? trust me on this. If that's uh, not good, I mean, you can start with the Psalms. Go take your Bible and open it right to the middle of the book, the Psalms. And there, it's full of a lot of emotions and dynamics, relationships, our relationship with God and our relationship with others. And always, always, when you do this, Say, Lord Jesus, help me. What is your word for me today? And it may be just one word. It may be a short phrase or a sentence. And you don't have to get the whole thing. But open your mind. Be lifted up. Because Jesus, I really believe, still speaks through this book. It is our book. The church's book. We find out who we are, who God is, when we open this book. Don't be grounded. Be lifted up. As, as you read the Bible. Here's, here's the th- second thing. Oh, I nearly, I, I was looking at my notes here. If, if you need more, more help, you're having a Tuesday night, is it? Uh, Romans, study of Romans. What time is that? 6.30. 6.30, come here, 6.30. If you need a group, this is another good thing to do is to read the Bible with a group. Uh, I forgot the Preston Wyatt Sunday school class is meeting right after this. The, they are our strictly Bible Sunday school class. Right, Beth, Chan, yeah? Yeah, so right there in room 403 off the courtyard. that's where we're going to meet for John, too. You're on 403 on Tuesday night. Okay, great. So, Disciple Bible Study, we're finishing our last class tonight. There's so many other avenues, Bible Study Fellowship. So, you don't have to do this alone. Be lifted up. Okay, here's the second thing. Jesus, in this passage, he gives those followers a charge, a challenge, and he says something like this. To talk about a dying, suffering, rising from the dead, Savior. So many times we limit Jesus and we say, oh, he, was a, he, was, he had a great philosophy of life. He was a good teacher. He was a, a healer, a miracle worker, preacher. But he was a Savior. Our gospel is one of... We need to be saved from our sins. We're broken. We're selfish. We're distant from God. Whatever metaphor you want to use, we cannot save ourselves. We cannot simply lift ourselves up. We need a Savior. We don't need this flat. (laughs) We need to be lifted up to the saving grace of Jesus Christ. The third thing is, in this passage, He was charging them, challenging them to go to all nations. Can we see that slide? I just love this. Remember from the Apollo missions, Earth, Earth rise. This is Jesus view (laughs) when he's raised up. There are no more boundaries, no more limits, no more um, barriers. It's, It's all fair game for us as Christians And yes, sometimes we're called to go to other countries and to other continents. Sometimes we're called just to go across the street. I want to praise you just a little bit here because you are learning to do this better and better all the time. And I'm really grateful for that. Um, We had for the second year a mission team that went to Belize in Central America. What we're trying to do is to establish long-term relationships and not do mission for other people, but mission with other people across all kinds of boundaries. We had uh, an outreach committee meeting uh, a couple of months ago, and we were reading the minutes. Boy, that sounds boring, doesn't it? To reading minutes. But there at the bottom of the minutes, we had this quote from um, Pastor Tanya, who was there in Belize. Can we see that quote, please? So, this is what she said to our team i can tell that you are peacemakers wow i have worked with many teams not just here but in Honduras as well some want to come and do their own thing and leave you are different you want to understand us to know us to be in community with us this is better you and your congregation are a big blessing to us this is what what jesus was trying to say that uh, we cross all these kinds of boundaries to realize that we're this this big family I know that Jesus keeps pushing on us. Hillary, I want to give you credit and and, uh, our children's ministry team here for Children First about doing worship in a different kind of style on first Sundays of, of the month here. And we're being broken open and our limits are being pushed aside as we're being lifted up here. Jesus is inviting us to see the world as he sees it, as he has ascended. We're being raised up. I have a story for you at this point. I was visiting uh, recently with a young man who was looking for a church home, and he was looking at all these church websites. And you know the church that he picked? It wasn't the church that had listed all their programs and worship service times, it was the church that had listed, kind of at the top of their website, this short phrase Are you lonely? He goes, yeah, I am. (laughs) He went to that church, and they didn't offer him just programs. They offered him people. (laughs) They didn't offer him a bunch of rules. They offered him relationships. They didn't offer just a bunch of theology. They offered touch, and that's the church that he joined because that website crossed those boundaries. Are you lonely? That's still what we do, friends. We are called to be lifting people up out of their situations today, to be in community with all of God's people. In the passage, it also said to wait so hard for us. (laughs) We love to get ahead of of God. We love to do our thing, have our own agenda, our own timelines. And uh, Jesus' message to his people is be still. In fact, the, the literal word here is sit still in Greek. Wait until you have power from on high. The word for power, you know how I love to do the Greek stuff. The word is dunamis, from which we get dynamo, from which we get dynamite. Jesus is saying, Wait till I explode you, <laughs> break you open from your flat plane, and lift you up into all kinds of power. And occasionally we see that in the church, that that has happened uh, time and time again. The walk to Emmaus has, has been one of those things most recently in my, in my history. Where the Holy Spirit comes and just blows away all of our barriers. We'll hear more about this next week on Pentecost Sunday. All right. And, and the last thing here is that Jesus, he blesses them and the, he's taken up to heaven, and they're not sad when he goes. It says they're overwhelmed with joy and they were worshiping him and they continue to stay in the temple, praising him. Thank you for coming here today for worship out of the rain. And and maybe you're trying to live into that good news that we, we need to be lifted up time after time when we come here for worship. I was lifted up this past week in worship on Thursday. We had the preschool uh, last uh, chapel sessions. So occasionally I go in there and I play my guitar. This is the day, this is the day with the kids. And I have a little name song I do with them. And uh, we've gathered now for worship and and stuff. And I just love it. And and so uh, one of the older kids, in fact, this is his last year here. As <laughs> worship was ending, he came up to me. He goes, Pastor Lynn, Pastor Lynn. He said, guess what? He said, I know another I know another guy with the same first name as you. I said, yeah, what's his name? Pastor Jack. (laughs) He said, he has a different last name than you. (laughs) But he has the same first name. I hope you are lifted up. By being in worship this day. That's the good news I have to share. Amen.